I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volumes. In 2010, I sold my teen business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Get a free copy of Chantel Ray's Five Alive contract, the form that she has her agent sign to get a guaranteed $75,000 salary if they don't make it in commissions. A very controversial plan that's happening in her market today. You can get a free copy. Just text CONTRACT to 444-999 or go to hybendigital.com backslash contract. That's hybendigital.com backslash contract or just text contract to 444-999. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a bunch of reviews I got to read over. I got a little behind on these. Thank you in advance to everybody that gives reviews. Please go on iTunes or Stitcher. Give us a review and subscribe the more subscribers that we get higher our rankings and the easier it is to get top-notch guests Uh, some guests do not come on the show unless you have a certain amount of downloads or you rank certain places so thank you for that it has allowed us to get uh, barbara corcoran and robert kiyosaki and some of these other great guests okay so i got one from a pablo sells arizona pat It's a home run with every podcast. He has perfected the knack of interviewing the stars of real estate. The diversity in his guests brings a ton of gold nuggets, ideas, processes, and motivation for any real estate agent. As a devout podcast listener, Pat Hyben is at the top, and his rock stars always deliver great insight. Don't stop rocking. Thank you, Pablo. I got uh, Calvin Pringles from Tampa Bay. Currently trying to obtain as much knowledge as possible. I am at the beginning of my real estate career. Your podcasts are providing everything. And I'm learning so much about real estate. Looking forward to meeting you in the future. Thank you, Calvin. Real estate polyphony star. I don't even know what that is, but I think it's good. And the radio is off and Hyben is on right on. Thank you for you and your guests for giving back so much. Every episode has taught me so much as a new agent. I can't thank you enough. Rocking it, Vic Campbell or VC Campbell. Amazing insight to the world of real estate. I can take several gold nuggets from each podcast and implement into my own strategy. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Vince. Thank you for all you do, Pat. Lance Gordon. I feel like I've been doing this for years, even though I first started. Thanks to the vast knowledge I'm gaining 
from listening to your guests. I've learned great scripts, creative marketing, and I've successfully implemented them all. I've gained knowledge on other real estate topics such as the lending industry, flipping, buying holds, and so much more. I listen to every episode, even if the description doesn't pertain to my job as a rookie real estate agent. Thank you. Superb interviews with great content. Smiling Vinny. Pat, thanks for bringing excellent information and content in your podcast. You are helping followers greatly. Keep up the great work, Vinny Chopra. Pat is the man. Dwayne Del Pleach. Down-to-earth dude. I like that. Down-to-earth dude. Love how he deep dives into everyone's business. Keep rocking it. Pat, team leader K-Brett. Team leader K-Brett, Kevin Blaine. Pat is amazing. Great podcast. And a guy that not only knows real estate, but also rocked it in real estate as an agent himself. Great host, William H. 1987. Pat is clearly a very knowledgeable and well-versed host. He treats his guests with respect and gets the best details from the real estate agents. Keep it up, William H. Hey, this is awesome. This is great, man. And by the way, all these are five stars, which I appreciate. Listen, even if you want to come on here and give me a one star and just say, you know, whatever, Pat's too casual or whatever, you know, do it. I need reviews. I need the, the more, the better. We need to get up over 200. So some of our competitors are way up there and I just need your help. Thank you so much. If you feel like you're getting something that you're using and it's helping you make commissions and become a better real estate agent, please take a minute today, reach out, get on iTunes, get on Stitcher, give me a review. Thanks guys. Let's get to rocking. We got a great guest today. Let's hit it hard. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a super guest for you today coming from Las Vegas. Yes, Mr. Rick yes. Brinkus is on the line. Rick, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat, thanks so much. I'm, I'm real excited about it. Hey, Rick, why don't you uh, give everybody listening a, a little quick bio on you so they can get to know you better? Well, fa- fantastic. So I've been in real estate for about 31 years. Uh, my wife, Terry, and I uh, um, have been working together for about 27 of those years. Uh, and uh, we own two offices, uh, two Keller Williams offices in Las Vegas, and then uh, have a third business, which is our, our uh, sales team. Uh, that We've just rebranded it called the Brinkus Realty Network. Uh, we think it has a little bit more global uh, name uh, than the Brinkus team that we uh, you know, have been known at for, for years. And um, last year uh, sold 380 units. Sweet, sweet. Let's um. Well, let's get into some nitty gritty. So, what was your ECI, Rick? Your ego commission income. <laughs> so that that was about two point three million, Pat. Uh, we did uh, three hundred and eighty units last year. And one of the things that we're pretty proud of is uh, as the market's gone up and down, uh, we've we've averaged over two hundred and fifty sales per year for twenty one straight years. So, jeez. Uh, so you're consistent. You're consistent as hell. What's your net profit, Rick? 
a little north of a million. So we, we watched that. And as we've expanded the team, you know, when it was way back when, uh, uh, 25 years ago with Terry and I, obviously we take it more to the bottom line, but we really enjoy our time with our family and uh, leveraging. We've, we feel we've got a, a great lead generation. We can help more people. So we've leveraged out, but, uh, you know, really watch that, try to keep that north of a million. That's really good because, you know, at 2.3 million, you're looking at what, like 40 some percent, which is pretty high. So that's really good. I, I congratulate you on that. So we're going to find out how you can do that bit by bit here. Where would you say most of your business is coming from today? Uh, you know, we, we get a combination of uh, certainly after after selling real estate for that many years, I've got over 6,000 past customers and clients. Uh, we do three client appreciation events a year. Uh, we contact them be, between either uh, direct mail phone calls or emails uh, over 30 times per year. So we, we really harness that. Uh, that's a big part of our business. We also uh, do some active and aggressive prospecting both uh, on a daily basis with both FISBOs and expireds. Uh, we also do some uh, radio and television advertising. I know you had one of your guests, Barbara Corcoran. She, uh, we, we shot a radio and television commercial with Barbara, uh, and that's a big part of our business as well. Wow. So you're doing everything. Let me get into some details if you don't mind sharing. So first of all, let's take your SOI. Other than the traditional, you know, follow up that would be standard. Can you give us an idea as to what you're doing to make sure that you get the business back from people you've sold houses to over the years and get uh, referrals from them? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, so Pat, I always find uh, that we ask for referrals three different times. I always find that when somebody is currently working with you, you've got more of a chance to get a referral from that person than you do from somebody that you sold the house to four or five years ago, uh, just because it's top of the mind awareness. They have conversations with people at work, maybe neighbors. So we ask at the listing presentation, the very last piece of paper that I leave with them is I ask them, uh, who else do you know that may be thinking of buying or selling? <laughs> and I'll tell you, we probably get a referral before I leave their house. I probably get a referral about one third of the time. Uh, sometimes they say, well, I don't know anybody. And, and many times they'll say, well, is there a chance that I could keep this and think about it and send somebody to you? Okay, so, so let me, we'll let me slow referral. this down. Basically, it's an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. And just in really big, bold font, the only question on there is who else do you know that needs to buy or sell a house? It is a, it, it's an actual full sentence and it says, who else do you know? And then it kind of goes to some memory joggers because their initial knee jerk is going to be nobody. And I say, who do you know? Family, friends, coworkers, could social you, club Could you members. email me a copy of that? I, I'd be happy to. That'd be awesome. And then it breaks down. It's got uh, four lines and it says, who do you know thinking of selling? And then who do you know thinking of, of buying? And it's just kind of a memory jogger. I put four lines there because uh, if, I, if I only had one line, you know, many times people are so happy with, uh, you know, after the, we go through our presentation of, of why they should hire us. And they're saying, well, who else do we know? We've got to think of somebody else. And they'll give me three or four names. So that's, uh, and, and, and you know that it's top of the mind awareness. People are always asking them, how are things going? So we ask for referrals then. Uh, then we also ask for referrals once we actually sell their house, because between the time we list it and the time that it sells, something may have happened. The sign may have blown down. An agent may have left the back door unlocked, and, and they may be, you know, get their feathers ruffled just a little bit. But the day we sell it, again, they're super happy. And then again, on the day that we close. So we ask for referrals three different times. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, and guys, I'm going to put that at uh, hybendigital.com backslash Rick Brinkus, and it's B-R-E-N-K-U-S, right, Rick? Yep. 
Okay. Perfect. So that's great because I think a lot of agents, what they just need is something, uh, some accountability to not only remind them, but to force them to do it. And if it's a piece of paper in your listing packet or with your comps, and you can just slide it in front of them a couple of times during the transaction, it makes it a lot easier. It's kind of like sending an email versus picking up the phone. It's just, there's a little ease with it. You know, you're just saying, here's a, a form you need to fill out. And it has the memory joggers on there. So many times when they'll say nobody, and then I say, well, who at work? How about family, friends, social club members? They'll say, hey, somebody from the bowling league or somebody from the softball league. And by going through those memory joggers, I'll, I'll inevitably get a referral where if I just said, who do you know? The, the answer is nobody and we move on. Right, right. So, okay, so tell me about the uh, a client appreciation party. How many people, what kind of activities, that sort of stuff? Yeah, so that, that, that's a great question. So what we had started out with was it was just our team that would do, do the event, and, and the, they weren't very big. So we started opening them up to the office. So we allow every agent in our office to invite people. And even if you only had 10 or 15 people show up, well, there's um, literally hundreds of people, kids. Uh, we do uh, one in the springtime uh, where we do kind of an Easter egg hunt and uh, we'll usually have a magician or a jump house or something kind of uh, a hook to get the kids there. Uh, we do that uh, uh, sometime during uh, Easter week. Uh, then we'll do something in the summer. We rent a, uh, a swimming pool. Uh, there's a, a community pool and it closes at 6 o'clock. Uh, we just pay the lifeguards fairly inexpensive. Pat, you'd be surprised. Fairly inexpensive. We just have the lifeguards. We pay them uh, the overtime to stay from like 6 to 9 o'clock. And then we have vendors help sponsor with watermelon and pizza and have some games and prizes there. And then we'll do something around uh, Halloween. We call it the Halloween Spooktacular. So, uh, uh, and people will ask us, I'll run into them in the store and stuff. They'll say, hey, don't forget to invite us to the Spooktacular this year. So again, <laughs> type of thing, we'll have, have games, prizes, and uh, we have a, a, a contest at our office with uh, everybody uh, having a decorating contest who, who makes the, their uh, door the, the best and just kind of a fun event to get them to the, our office. Uh, or sometimes, it, obviously, the pool party is something away from the office. So they bring a photo of their front door or their front yard, and then you judge, you know, who has no, the best No, we, we have all the, the agents in our office that decorate their doors. So oh, people okay, come so in that's the agents. What, what creative things the agents have done. Uh, oh, oh to their door to their office. Yes. Oh, in, I got in you. Our office. And then the spooktacular is like outside in the parking lot? We, we do it uh, kind of in the main bullpen area, and then, again, we'll have a jump house or something outside. We'll have some, some places for them to sit, some tables, as well as uh, you know, just doing games and prizes. They're uh, a cakewalk, uh, decorating cupcakes in a spooky way, and, and just, kind of just some, some fun things. That's awesome. Um, you know, through the kids is just an amazing way to just get business and retain business. Uh, we learned that with Amanda Todd, episode 473 in Sacramento, California. She does this huge Easter egg hunt and then this trunk party for Halloween where it's like Halloween out of people's trunks and stuff like that. So that's great that you do that. Now tell me about this. You've created a an atmosphere amongst your team that is prospecting based. And I think that a lot of agents struggle with creating a team like this, you know, they might be able to do it themselves 
as the leader and the rainmaker, but I find that I talk to agents and it's difficult for them to get other people to do it. So tell me how yours is set up and tell me how you find people that are willing to do this from the get-go. Well, we, we lead by example. So every day people see me come in and uh, I, I try to keep my morning uh, free from any actual appointments. And that time from 8.30 till about 11.30, that's my lead generation and lead follow-up time. So they, they see me doing it every single day, uh, sending appointments, and then I uh, actually schedule my listing appointments for, for later in the afternoon. So uh, we do that uh, as our team has grown and just in an attempt to... So you're doing uh, it. Rick, Rick, is, Rick is on the phone, headset on, walking around, calling FISBOs and expireds, or who are you calling to to motivate them, uh, kind of like leading by example. You know, so, so I, I do call uh, FISBOs and expires, but most of my time is, is lead follow-up either on a past client, on somebody that uh, said, hey, Rick, give me a call sometime in the spring, or hey, we're, we're thinking of selling, or, or whatever the case is. So it's follow-up, or it may be an appointment uh, that I went on sometime in the, in the last couple of weeks or, or a month or so ago that they're still, they're putting in carpet, they're redoing the backyard, they're doing something like that, and I have a note to kind of follow up with them. So uh, they're seeing me do that. And then we also have an inside salesperson, and they're a little bit more active and aggressive at calling the for sale by owners and expireds and, and withdrawn listings on a daily basis. Okay, great. And then, so how do you ensure that they're doing that? Is it, hey, you do this or you're fired? Well, you know, that, that, that's a great question. And, and one of the things we'll get to, uh, one of the things that was, was really amazing with our buyer team, and it was just adding accountability. So we did the same thing with our uh, inside salesperson is, is just uh, every hour, what we found is just by checking in on days that, that things are going well, fantastic. If she, if she has a, an, an off day, then what we do is the next day we go to an every hour reporting attempts, contacts, and appointments. Attempts, contacts, and appointments. And it's kind of a self-correcting thing once, once she has to answer those questions and say, oh my gosh, in the last hour, I, I only made eight attempts. That, that's not very good. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to get on it. And, and it's just kind of self-correcting just by asking those questions. Inevitably, on a day that we, we have her check in every hour, at uh, the end of the day, she'll set four or five appointments for us. So it's, That's crazy. It's just, that's great. Know, be, be, being, that's... being focused and it's, it's duplicatable, it's predictable with marketing. And we, we certainly do that as well. But you can't predict it as well as you can with, with actual prospecting. Podcasts Nation. Boy, listen, the emails, Facebook comments, everything is blowing up with regards to episode 500. Dale Archdeacon and Sam Monreal, the premier experts on real estate leads in the world, I would say, were on, and it was a phenomenal show. They have a class on Rebus University, they have three classes. That are being offered at 195 bucks each. The Certified Outbound Lead Specialist, Certified Inbound Lead Specialist, and the Certified ISA Manager course. All with a ton of videos, a ton of tests, and a ton of special downloads to help you build your outbound leads, your inbound leads, and your ISA teams. And so we are offering them for 100 people only. A hundred people only were giving a bundle and in that bundle, you're going to get all three and you get them all three for 495 bucks or you can buy them separately for 195 bucks each, you know, take the shortcut, 
avoid all the mistakes. You know, the right way to do it from the beginning, right out of the gate, turnkey and easy, improve your lead conversion, improve your ROI, more commission dollars. I mean, just get the roadmap from proven experts. Your return on investment of 495 bucks is tenfold just from one sale, maybe 20 fold just from one sale. I mean, the cost of this course has a massive return on investment, a massive one. Look at the five star reviews on rebusuniversity.com of all of our other courses, and you'll see that uh, we don't make crap. We make courses that are phenomenal, and these are some of the best. We have a 100% money back guarantee, and again, it's proven experts who walk the talk. They don't just teach it. They're in the trenches every day. Now, when I did the interview with them on episode 500, they offered their emails to the world. And I'm like, dude, you do not want this. This could be a mistake. I said, let's just make this bundle. We'll make it 100 people for the bundle. We'll close it after 100. And anybody that gets the bundle... We'll give them out your emails. So that's what we're going to do. Not only do you get the bundle, but you're going to get their private emails. So you can email them questions you have as you go along or just email them and say hello. And that will be only for the first 100 people that jump on this. One way to get it, and that's just the text bundle. Text bundle, B-U-N-D-L-E to 444-999. Just text bundle to 444-999. Get the ISA manager course, the outbound lead, and the inbound lead course, all in one. This one is one of the best. Trust me. That's bundle. (laughs) That's bundle to 444-999. Text the word bundle now. So tell me about this person, this ISA. What what is her personality? How would you find her? What do you pay her? Uh, so you know we we've gone through um, uh, over the years, uh, obviously a couple, and we've had some that have, have stuck with us for you know ten or twelve years. Uh, we've had others that you know a matter of a, a couple of weeks, and it's just not for them. And so it does take a certain type of personality with that. And uh, she, the the one that we currently have, Heather, she's she's amazing. Uh, she's been in the position for about six months now. Uh, we've uh, invested in her with with some different. Uh, programs uh, on going with it. I meet with her on a weekly basis going over scripts. As a team, we we role play scripts uh, every Friday going through that. And she was actually one of our buyer specialists and doing that and really good at it and then just wanted something a little bit more consistent with uh, with income uh, rather than the ebbs and flow of being in sales. And it was just kind of a natural fit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now tell me about what your role is versus Terry's role and vice versa. What, how do you guys draw lines or do you both do the same thing? And how's that work? Fantastic. So yeah, um, you know, so 25 years ago, we used to go on appointments together and um, just kind of make following up uh, phone calls and, uh, you know, doing transaction management as we're driving <laughs> between appointments. And uh, today, as, as our team has grown and uh, w- with responsibilities with the office, Terry has kind of morphed into a little bit more of a role of uh, working with the uh, the two offices, making sure that, that they're growing and 
uh, we're providing you know great benefits and services to our agents, as well as uh, meeting with all of our team and our key people on the team. She does that both individually, and then we have kind of a chain of command as well. We have a uh, somebody that's in charge of our uh, staff, and Terry meets with with her to just make sure that she's managing the staff as well as she can, helping handle any any problems. And then we have another person that's our sales manager. Uh, who helps recruit people to our team, whether they be a listing agent or a buyer uh, specialist, as well as just kind of helping her hold Ivy, who's our sales manager, uh, hold all of the agents accountable uh, to do what they need to do on a daily basis to succeed. That's great. That's great. So, Rick, 10 years ago, you and I were in a a mastermind group called Elite REO Network. At the time, both of us were, you know, had fairly large uh, portfolios of REOs and, and and expanding fast. Are you still doing REOs 10 years later? You know, we are, as a matter of fact. Uh, so, so funny you mentioned that we have uh, Elite. We've rebranded ourselves. It's Elite Real Estate Network today. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, REOs are a small part of our business today and around the country. Here in Las Vegas, uh, five years ago, it was 90% distressed properties. And today, I'm, I'm happy to say uh, back to more of a normal market, it's 91% equity home sellers. So we do that, and, and, and the group is more masterminding about how can we get to the next level, what's traditional business look like, not as much with REO. But you know, we still have some of those accounts, and it's, uh, you know, markets, uh, even in the best market, there'll, there'll always still be a couple of REOs, but we're just kind of keeping our toe in the water for, for the next time. And again, those cycles run, you know, they say on average every seven to 10 years, maybe this last one was cut a little deeper, so it'll take a little longer, but sometime in the next five to seven years, I'm sure we'll have another down, down cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it doesn't hurt to keep all those accounts, keep all the email addresses, keep, you know, keep on file and active as much as you can. Cause you never know when, you know, a nice listing will pop up and also you never know when the market shifts, but, but yeah, it is, absolutely. It, it's interesting though, that you went from a market of 90% REOs to 10, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. Well, that's good for the people of Las Vegas, huh? Yes, absolutely. Well, and it's it's nice to sit across the the table from a uh, you know a seller, flesh and blood, emotional seller, and that that is is super grateful that you're able to sell their home. And sometimes when we sell them for a new record high price, which fortunately we do quite a bit of, you know, it's it, it's nice to to get that attaboy. Where uh, sometimes with the REO, it's it's all task driven, as as you know, and it's uh, you don't get that success and that pat on the back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rick, you're going into three decades here with uh, uh, being in the business, right? 27 years? Uh, yeah, no. So, Terry and I have been working together 27 years. I've actually been in for, for 31 myself. Oh, wow. Okay, so you've surpassed three decades. What, what would you say the lesson that you've learned that took you the longest to learn? What lesson took you the longest to learn, but now you've got it? Well, I, you know, I, every day that I, I'm learning – and uh, even still after being in business, the, the market's constantly changing, technology, uh, the way that people interact with each other, and just realizing that the market is constantly changing. Some of the techniques are the same, uh, but today I'll tell you I actually reach more people by texting them than I do by back in the old days. You'd leave a message on their answering machine and they'd call you back. So the methodology has changed a little bit, but uh, some of the things are still the same. No, but that's great that you've acknowledged that, right? Because then you could just sit there for an hour every morning and just send in texts, right? Rather than trying to beat your head against a wall. Now, not to say that calling is bad, because it's still good to call. But at the same time, 
if you've tested it and you call 10 people and three call you back and you've text 10 people and seven call you back, then only a logical businessman would then continue to keep texting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that, that's, uh, you know, I think a, a core piece of business, you have to play red light, green light on everything. Is, is this working? Is it not working? Years ago, 30 years ago, we would take uh, seven, eight pages out in the homes magazines. And today, you know, I, I think they're still out there. I'm yeah, not I don't sure, know. but you know, we, we, we cover the whole more state. Online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so uh, obviously with online, a lot of people are looking at that. And one of the things with texting, so I, I, I play around with that, not just the text, but I'll send a video text much like everybody's got nice. their cell phone and, yeah. and they can video if, uh, if they saw a car accident or, or, or something happening that the, the video it, I just actually send a video text with me. Uh, I've got some some books and things on my shelf behind me that I, I video, and, and I get a lot of response from that. Or I'll send a picture, uh, a picture I took uh, when I was in uh, New York City filming a commercial with Barbara Corcoran. I took a picture with her, and I send that to people. And it's just kind of above and beyond the words that I have there. It's something that kind of that they, they, they pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah, I just had her on the show. She's uh, episode 470, and she was a trip, man. She was talking about... You know, the way she invests is she follows the gay waiter. Yeah, that's what she, yeah, I listened to that. Yeah. One. She, she, it, was, it was amazing. <laughs> that was fascinating. And uh, so uh, anyways, a lot of pickups there. But um, okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about technology. What phone app are you excited about now? Uh, you know, so we d- use a, um, some multiple dialers uh, like Mojo. Uh, there's also a program called Red X, uh, kind of helps us in uh, following up uh, get, gets lists of uh, for sale by owners and also expired listings. So some of those things uh, can really save you time rather than actually having to look up uh, phone numbers and trying to, to gather all that data. It's readily available for you. Right, right. So Red X and, and uh, Mojo Dialer. And what about systems? Like what CRM are you using? What kind of systems do you have in place to keep your team accountable and make sure, you know, you're not getting bothered with piddly stuff? Sure. So we, we have a, a, a program we call uh, with Uber Dialer. Uh, and it's a program that calls out to all of our buyer agents. We do what we call a huddle call every morning at 8.30. And everybody has to report buyer agent, listing agents, and our inside sales team, how many attempts, contacts, and appointments were set the the day before their buyer agent or listing agent, if they've gotten a buyer brokerage contract signed, or if they listed or sold a house. Uh, So very quickly, we just kind of do a quick roll call through, takes about 15 minutes. But what we found uh, by by doing that and, and keeping people in the game every day, number one, it calls you at 8.30. So everybody we know is up to at least answer the phone. And uh, just by simply having them report back, we, we've had some incredible numbers. Uh, our buyer team uh, last month sold 31 properties. And a year ago, uh, they were struggling, although the, the number of leads were the same. They were only selling like six to eight houses uh, combined as a team for an entire month. And, and here now they're selling over 30. So uh, we, I, we I, hope to, I like to keep this. that going. I like this. It remi- okay, so like I went out to Omaha, Nebraska and visited Jeff Cohn and he has a huge team there, number one Berkshire Hathaway agent, and he he does this once a week, and we actually filmed it for a certified listing agent course, and we filmed everybody, you know, going around the room saying, you know, this many sales, this many listings, this many new leads, da 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 But you've taken it to a whole nother level. Now, you've got it set up. Let me just get this straight. 
So your whole team or all of your agents on your team at 8.30, they get a ring on their phone. They answer their phone, hopefully, which they would, right? Um, they answer their phone. And then one by one, you call out their name and they report number of appointments, number of calls made, number of sales. Is that what they do? Right. Uh, uh, attempts, contacts, uh, buyer brokerage contract signed, or any sales or listings taken. Yep. So it's a very, very quick, take, takes each person maybe about 30 seconds to report. Very quick, quickly, we go through it. If there's a thought of the day or something like that, and then, then we move on. Uh, we also on Facebook, Terry does a lot of motivational uh, quotes and she'll kind of do a thought uh, of the day, uh, just kind of keeping everybody's you know, positive. It's a, it's a brutal world out there. Sales is also brutal. Uh, so we want everybody thinking positively and just kind of looking at the positives. Now, do, do you ever have uh, agents that might just make numbers up? Well, I, you know, I, maybe that, that happens, but uh, you know, the old adage that our parents always told us, you're only hurting yourself, uh, really, really shows through with that. Because in addition to doing that, this on a daily basis, and the reason we went to daily is uh, we, we used to do a, a once a week, and much like an airplane, if it was flying from Los Angeles to Hawaii and it only corrected once, it could be way off course. Mm. If it corrected every hour, um, again, it could be far off course before it got that self-correction. But if it was correcting every couple of minutes, um, it would be a, a fairly st- kind of a little zigzaggy line, but it would be a fairly, uh, very, uh, fairly uh, much on, on course. And that's what we want to do is we don't want to find out it, it's all the 28th and they're not going to meet their goals for the month. We want to find out every day, did you hit your goals for the day? No, I love that. I love that a lot. That's good. I love how it calls them. And and at the end of the day, if they're not doing it, the proof's going to be in the pudding in the sales. You're going to be like, look, Lucinda, you know, you said for the, the last 30 days that you contacted this many people and uh, you haven't sold anything. What the heck's going on? Right. I mean, it's going to show. Sure. And, right? and, and then it'll show number one uh, is, are you making the contacts? Number one. And number two, uh, they're seeing success from all of their peers out there that, hey, they made the same number of contacts. Why did they set more appointments than I did? And then it's sometimes it's a skill set. It's like, so what are you saying? Who are you calling? And and more importantly, what's your voice tone like? How are you saying that? So uh, if it's if you're making the calls and you're really making the calls and you're not getting the appointments or or not converting those, maybe it's it's a skill set that you can learn on uh, what to say or how to say it. Yeah, and it becomes an affirmation too. Like if you're every day at eight thirty, even if you're just hearing other people say, "I did this, I did this, I did this." It, and, and then you say it, it just becomes this reminder, this accountability reminder, this affirmation that, you know, this is your job. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And if you're not doing it, you feel like a heel. It's like you're, you're playing hooky from work. You know what I mean? The guilt is going to set in after a couple of calls like that. Oh, no question about it. So, and people, you know, since we've been doing this and, and the market's pretty brisk right now, um, haven't had some people, uh, haven't had anybody recently that kind of said, you know, this sales job, it's just not for me. Uh, but, you know, back in the day, once we would hold people accountable, very rarely do you ever need to have that, that what some people may consider a difficult conversation um, where you have to let somebody go. Many times they'll kind of self-correct and just, they'll just say, this isn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about a failure, Rick, that you've had, uh, you know, over the past 31 years that you learned from, uh, got out from under it, learned from, and tell us how you came out from under it and what you learned. 
Well, yeah, you know, gosh, there's, uh, you know, in 31 years, <laughs> there's, the, you know, the dozens or, or, or even hundreds of those. And, uh, you know, I always look at those as a learning experience. So one of the things, uh, you know, I, I shared that when Terry and I started out, you know, working together, we would go on listing appointments together. And, you know, some of our conversion rate at that point was the highest ever. And I think that we've honed our, our presentation over the years. Today, I go on those appointments myself, uh, as well as we have some other listing agent partners that, that go out and make that same value proposition. But, but Terry would ask questions when we got in the car. Well, you said this, or do you think, what, what's another way to phrase that? Can we ask a question instead of making a statement? What would that question look like? Okay, well, that was good. That, this is better now. Is there is a way we can give another example? And, and you always walked out of every listing appointment or every time that you met with a buyer and you just kind of asked that question, what could I have done differently? What could mm. I have done better? And you just constantly look for ways to improve it. Same thing with, with systems and expectations with, with clients. Uh, we used to say, hey, I'm so excited about uh, you listing the house with me. We're going to get started. We'll get the sign ordered up and uh, we'll have it in the computer tomorrow. And all of a sudden they'd go to work, wake up in the morning and there was no sign. They'd uh, drive to work and they'd come home and there's no sign. And all of a sudden the next morning they wake up and maybe there wasn't a sign. We would promise, hey, you're, you're, we're going to order the sign up, but they do each area of the city. It's, it's probably not going to be up for about four or five days. And if in fact the sign was up the next morning, they were thrilled. So it was all a matter of under promising so that we can over deliver. So it's you know, the, 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 we did the same process, but who knows, maybe the sign company got busy and it took them two or three days to get the sign up. If I promised five days and they did it in one, I was a hero. Even if they, you know, by, by our standards would be missing the mark and it took them three or four days, I was meeting or beating the client's expectation. So we always try to ask that question is how can we meet or beat a client's expectation under how promise we, so we can. How can we meet or beat a client's expectation under promise and over deliver? Shock them, right? Don't get them disappointed. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. That, that's uh, certainly key. Let's wrap this up, Rick, with our flagship question, and that is this. Let's say I took you and I put you on a reality TV show. And here's the deal. I put you on there with nine other real estate agents. I put you in a city where people are buying and selling houses, but you know nobody. They know nobody. I give every agent $1,000 cash, I give him a laptop, computer, and I give him a cell phone. And I say, you guys go at it. You're going to have two months. Whoever sells the most homes in two months gets $10 million. How's Rick going to win this show? Uh, wow, what a great question. So, so number one, I think uh, great salespeople are naturally competitive. So, so I think uh, you know, having nine people on there, that is going to be you know, one of the driving forces. I am going to prospect daily. I'm going to set a schedule. And I'm also going to, uh, every top producer that I've ever talked to uh, has a couple of things in common. All of them have an assistant, and all of them, when asked, they were nervous about it, but they said, if I had it to do over, I would have hired that assistant sooner. So uh, very soon in the process, maybe uh, on my first closing or within that first week or so, as long as I've got $500, I would invest in, in growing my team, getting an assistant, uh, number one, to support me, and then down the road to try to duplicate me uh, in what I'm doing so that we can, could cover more bases. Just like today, when I look at my team, we've got buyer specialists, listing specialists, inside salespeople that are all growing the team, providing that, that same level of service that, that we promise. I like that. Take the thousand bucks and just hire somebody right away 
to allow you to prospect more, to just be able to funnel that prospecting so you're touching more people, uh, just like you have your team set up where you're just, you know, constantly being proactive, 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 everything you do. Sure. Uh, itemize all those, those tasks that you have to do. Is once you take a listing, now you've got to put it in the computer. You've got to order up a sign, schedule the virtual tour, all of those sort of things. Those are important items, but somebody else can do that. My time is best spent being face-to-face -face with decision makers, either trying to set that appointment with them or actually face-to-face -face with them, actually making a presentation on why they should work with me. I love it. That's where you're paid the most money, right? When you're face-to-face -face with decision makers. Yes, absolutely. Great quote. Great quote. Well, listen, Rick, this has been awesome, buddy. I, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. I'll definitely look you up next time I am in Vegas. And uh, thanks so much. And the Rockstar Nation appreciate you. And I'm going to put all of Rick's information if you want to send him a referral in Las Vegas or you want to get the sheet, which works 33% of the time, meaning every three times you do it, you get one referral. So if you do it nine times a week, you're going to get three referrals that week. So I highly recommend it. Uh, I'll put a link to it on hybendigital.com. Backslash Rick Brankus. Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks so much, Pat. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face -face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.